This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome back to another episode of Five for Fruit, one of the most inconsistent podcasts of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. I know, I know. I didn't drop an episode last week. Pray for me, guys. I'm in seminary. I'm at the end of this semester, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I probably won't have an episode next week because it's finals week. So I will catch you after the end of this semester, and we will start back up again just like normal. But today, I'm giving you the next installment of Our Covenant God, the next installment of Five for Fruits series on Covenant theology. Now, this is how I want to go about doing this. I'm going to talk about the covenants of reformed theology as they've been categorized, the covenant of redemption, the covenant of works, and the covenant of grace. But as I'm going through these, I want to also bring in the five points of Calvinism or TULIP or doctrines of grace because those doctrines of election and predestination are really meant to be couched in covenant theology. They aren't meant to be distinct from it. They aren't meant to be separated from it as its own thing. They are meant to be understood in the context of covenant. Today, we're talking about the covenant of redemption. Now, a lot of people have argued, is this something that we can really say is biblical? Is covenant of redemption biblical? Well, first of all, I want to tell you what the covenant of redemption is and describe it as Reformed theologians have described it. It's the teaching that from before the creation of the world, the persons of the Trinity entered into a pactum salutis, a solemn pact to accomplish the work of redemption. The Father promised to give a people to the Son as his inheritance. The Son undertook to accomplish their redemption, and the Spirit testified to Christ and applied the work of redemption to his peoples, and they agreed, in a sense, to do this before the creation of the world. One of the first things that I will say is that in the book of Revelation, the Lamb, Jesus Christ, was considered as already slain from the foundation of the world. And the biblical passage that I want to use that gives a clear testimony to this concept of a before the foundation of the world, covenant of redemption between the persons of the Trinity is Ephesians chapter 1, that great chapter about our salvation in Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14, gives a Trinitarian picture of the roles that each person of the Godhead undertook from eternity to perform redemption on our behalves and for their glory. And the first thing I want us to look at is Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then go down to verse 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. That's God the Father. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. So before the foundation of the world, God chose us in Christ. And how did God choose us in Christ? Well, verse 7 describes that for us. In him that is Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. So before the foundation of the world, God chose us in Christ through the redemption of 
his blood. And then here at the end, verse 13 through 14, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, having believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. There it is, the covenant of redemption put down in scriptures from Ephesians 1. I would also encourage you to go and read the gospel of John where Jesus repeatedly speaks of the work that the Father gave him to do, the glorious reward that he's been promised for the accomplishment of this work, and the sending of the Spirit to apply the benefits of this redemption to the lives of the people. This is the kind of biblical language that has led theologians to talk about a covenant of redemption, a covenant of redemption that roots redemptive history in the Father's electing love, the willingness of the Son to go and to die for this people and redeem them, and the Spirit's applying this work. Well, I'm Kerry Gephardt. That's the covenant of redemption. And until next week, may you bear much fruit to the glory of God. Five for Fruit is a proud member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Check out more members of the Society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Five for Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Like the podcast Facebook page to keep up with the latest Five for Fruit news. And visit the website fiveforfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.